Y'all, you know, when I was little, my mom used to sing in the choir. I was brought up Kojic. And if y'all don't know what that is, don't worry about it. But anyway, my mom used to sing in the choir. And when she was sitting in the choir and I would act up in the audience, all it took was a look. A look. I would sit up. I would straighten up. I wasn't playing because my mama wasn't playing. And that is communication. And that's what I want to talk to you about today, how we communicate as a personal brand. The things that come across with a personal brand that cannot be done with a business brand. It's a different type of communication. So that's what we're going to get in today. Let's take a look. <laughs> hey, brand babies. This is Brand Ma's Podcast, where we go in on personal branding without taking shit personally. Grandma's house is hosted by none other than the ghetto country grandmother. She's here to share her experience, expertise, and education in a way that takes you from brand baby to brand leader. So come on in and hold on to your bourbon, because Grandma's about to spill the tea. Hey, brand babies, this is your ghetto country grandmother. And yes, we're talking about communication today. And one of the things that we don't realize when we're speaking as a personal brand or through the personal brand, there are different types of communication. Like one of the ways I communicate is I wear my hat. And although it doesn't really say anything out loud, people like, oh, she in GCB mode. And they get it. It communicates that. Because if I'm not necessarily wearing a hat, it's not saying I'm not GCB, but it's a definite for when I am in my hat. It's a nonverbal communication. And sometimes when you're doing nonverbal communication, it can come across a look, a pose, a hand gesture. This is nonverbal communication. So when you're creating content, and I know I am not a content creator. I will never say I'm a content creator, but I do produce content in order to get my message out, in order to attract new clients, attract an audience. But my communication, my nonverbal communication, because this is on audio, unless you're looking at YouTube, this is audio, you don't see the nonverbal communication. All you hear is my voice. And the thing about communication that a lot of people don't get, it's passing on information. It is not looking to jump in and say your part or add your two cents or anything like that. It's something between two people or between one person and an audience that is passing on information. When I was younger and in my, my wild, wilding out days, I'm going to call it, one of the things we used to say, I wish a motherfucker would. Okay, and when you say that, that's verbal communication, but it has unseen or unheard potential. Because when you say those things, it could be taken as either a challenge or a threat, depending on who the receiver is. But it is a verbal communication. And that, you know what, I want you to understand how serious I am about what's about to jump off. So that is a verbal communication. Other types of communication are written communication. So what you write, yes, it's a form of communication. You're passing on information. But then there is, um, what's the one I'm missing? What's the one I'm missing? Uh, visual, I think I already touched on visual. But anyway, there's visual communication. Something that people actually have to see. So in a business brand, if a business brand wants to tap into all of this, they have to hire someone to be the voice. They have to create a visual. They have to have a written caption or something because you're touching all of these different senses. Now with the personal brand, because you bring in 
a level of storytelling sometimes. Then there's this interpersonal communication because it's verbal and nonverbal. So when you see someone like me, I talk with my hand sometimes and I'll raise my hand, all of that. Because I do that in a way that comes with words and comes with me doing something, that creates an interpersonal communication. So when, when the personal brand is actually out here advocating and endorsing the business brand, it comes across more genuine. And I know I tell you guys about being genuine with your audience. So that's part of that interpersonal communication. You can't go over the top and do all of this crazy stuff because what we see as interpersonal communication right now is say on Instagram or TikTok or whatever, and people are pointing to words. And sometimes the words are not there long enough for someone to read them. That is written communication. But trying to cram all of that into a short span of time of one minute, 15 seconds, 30 seconds, you know what? The communication is lost. No one heard you. No one understood you because there's no point in communicating if you're not understood. So if you're talking about communication, as far as the personal brand, okay, if you're doing video content, that is verbal communication. You're coming across with your words, but it has to be an exchange of information. Whether somebody takes notes on it or not, that's not the issue, but you should be providing information. Your nonverbal communication, that can come across in an image because if you put out the right image based on the, the brand, the personal brand or the business brand, these images conjure up some kind of thought in people's minds. It relays some information. And then you have the written part. So if you write down like, you know what? I love the fact that I am free to do this thing. Then you attach an image of something being set free, whether somebody's opening their hands and a butterfly is flying out or opening a cage and being set free. You conjure up and you're communicating the level of freedom that you're talking about. And, and communication is multi-level and none of us tap into all of those levels because if you're going to put out content again, and y'all know I'm saying I'm not a content creator, but if you're going to put out content and you're doing a video, that's verbal. Then you want to have a caption that's written. You also want to have some type of visual effect that's non-verbal, but then you want to have the interpersonal. It's kind of wrapping up all, well, at least two of those things. I won't say it's all three, but at least two of those things. And we get to communicate and we get to be understood. One of the things I, I promise you, I read Franklin Covey so long ago, but his whole thing was first understand in order to be understood. Now I know I'm misquoting that, but it is such a thing. If you're trying to understand your audience and who you're speaking to, then sweetie, don't, you have to, I think I said that backwards. I'm not going to rewind this because y'all know I don't edit my shit. But I think what I meant to say, if I said it wrong, that you have to understand your audience in order to be understood by your audience. So to be able to tap into all those different levels of communication creates an effect that is more hard hitting. It is more sustainable. It's more memorable. You can't just say, you know what, let me put out a video and let me talk dry. And blah, blah, blah. We're not doing that. We're trying to have an interpersonal relationship with the audience that we want to attract. We're trying to make sure that we come across as genuine, but we ain't got to point to the beat and pick the trendiest songs and all of those type of things. 
And a lot of times that's how people choose to communicate. They try to communicate based on trend instead of having a genuine connection, an interpersonal relationship, an interpersonal communication. If you want folks to stick around long enough to understand and for you to be understood, there has to be interpersonal communication. Communication is a key element in marketing. Communication is a key element in branding. All of these things are a strategic part of how you come across with a personal brand. Like I said, you can do it with a business brand as well, but most business brands that can come across and get their message across effectively are folks with big-ass corporations and deep pockets. If you're independent, then, sweetheart, you have to put your voice on it. You have to communicate in this manner. And one of the things I talk about in the book, this is the first part of how to set up camp, is how you communicate. And it's not the, the language or the words and all this, but it's being understood and understanding that, you know, this is who I'm talking to. This is who I want to come across to. The, the, the effects of branding that's missed sometimes is that you don't brand for where you are. You brand for where you want to be. And then once you get there, do you need to go up another level? So if I'm trying to capture a certain audience, say I have a $100 crowd. If I'm constantly communicating to my $100 crowd, knowing I want $1,000 customers, it's never going to happen because I'm not communicating to the $1,000 people. They, they don't hear me because I'm not talking to them. I keep talking to my $100 folks. It's not that I don't appreciate my $100 folks, but I've moved on. I've matured. I've gained more skill. I have more experience. And now I want to charge a little more because I think my, my service is worth more. So how I communicate that, you know what? It comes across in how you name them, how you label them. When people ask you to do audience research or, or they're asking you to know people well enough to put it in how you communicate. So let's say someone asked me, I was just interviewed yesterday and they asked me, who is my ideal client? Technically, I don't think I have an ideal client because I'm just a boatload of crazy like that. But I can say, based on the clients that I have that I like, they chase shiny objects. They are having a hard time understanding, like, why can't I say this price? And they have issues with having a plethora of offers when all they really want to do is the shit that they're magical at. So if I had to label them, I can say most of my clients, because y'all hear me saying, I don't really mess with millennials unless they're exceptional. Hey, you. Yeah, you. The one trying to find the perfect balance in life. Even at 15, I know that's bullshit. My mom wrote this awesome book called Balance is Bullshit. It's all about making your own decisions. It's time to stop chasing balance. Make a choice that's right for you right now. Life isn't meant to be perfectly balanced. It's meant to be lived with all of its ups, downs, sideways, and every single lesson it's got. So if you're dealing with tough decisions, this is the book for you. It'll get you in the right frame of mind to tackle anything that comes your way. Listen, you got to embrace the scary shit. Don't let fear cloud your judgment. Trust yourself because you have got what it takes. Say yes to what matters. Don't be afraid to say no to the rest. Do yourself a favor. Check out Balance's Bullshit by my mom, Phyllis Williams Trotter. It's relatable, honest, and it'll make you think, trust me, I would know. My mom is raising me to make my own decisions. And this book is like a high five from her to you. Make your own decisions and live life on your own terms. Because balance, well... That's just a bunch of bullshit. Thank you so much for listening.
I'll go grab that book, dude. But my clients are older. They're mature. I want to say they're older. They're a more mature audience who have been in the game. Say they've been in business for about 10 years. They are stuck at a level of diminishing returns. So say like they're at the, the half million dollar mark and they've been making half million. So how do I communicate to them? That communication would come across like, how long have you been stuck at half a million dollars? Don't you want to at least get to 750? So anybody who's under 500,000 is not checking for me because they didn't hear me call them out. And it's something as simple as that. So, because I think the new term is called social selling. The thing about social selling is you have to anchor certain things in your communication. So you have the audience that you want. My clients are such that, you know what? They know I'm talking to them because they want to be as, I won't say I'm real. They want to be able to say what the fuck they want to say. And they're afraid because society has told them that that's inappropriate. That's not right. Oh, you can't say that. And so they conform, they assimilate. I did too, once upon a time, but that's not me anymore. So the way I communicate and the things that people are most attracted to me about, it's like, you know what? I want to be able to say what I want to say on my shit because it's mine. But I'm afraid because I've been doing okay. And I don't want to lose what's already okay for something that might be better. And they're not willing to take the risk. So they don't communicate. They don't communicate to the people that they want. They rather have a mass message that goes out to everyone. And it's like, okay, hopefully somebody out there heard me and they want me. They want my services. Sweetie, that's poor communication. If you decide that if you were going to get a man or a spouse or an intimate partner, are you going to settle? When you're talking to your, to your best friend, girl, I want a man like this. And I'm heterosexual, so I'm talking about men. Girl, I want a man like this. And I want him to have that and all of these other type of things. Okay? When you actually date, you find a way to ask those questions and find out if this man fits. If this is actually someone you want to date. If you keep attracting the wrong man, then maybe you're sending out the wrong message. <laughs> but our communications are verbal and nonverbal. I told you the other day about me being this indiscriminate person in my youth. And I sent out the wrong message because it was accepting and tolerating a whole lot of bullshit because I wanted to be liked. I wanted somebody to pay attention to me. Now, mind you, I had some gorgeous legs back then, so my skirts were short. And while it was an attractive quality, I didn't always wear short skirts just to be attractive to men. It's because it made me feel good because I thought I had fucking gorgeous legs. It was a nonverbal communication that, oh, she wants us to look at her legs. Sometimes it was just, you know what? I want to show off my legs today. It wasn't a conscious effort to attract a man. And so when we have these nonverbal communications, sometimes we're communicating the wrong message. Should you change your message? Sweetie, if it makes you feel good, then no. But what you have to learn to do is tell people the reason that this nonverbal communication comes across like this is because it's about me on this particular point. Bitch, I look good in red lipstick, black lipstick, whatever. That's how it makes me feel. 
But what I want to communicate to you is this. And so you get to create this interpersonal relationship, but you also have interpersonal communication. I hope I didn't go all over the place because this is really important because if you're putting out content and not content creation, I'm not talking about that. I'm not talking to content creators. You guys have your own jam. But if you're communicating in a way that's for your marketing because you're trying to build a better brand, then the communication style. Sweetie, you want to be verbal and nonverbal. And you want to be written sometimes. If your English is bad, y'all know, bad English is my first language. But when I write, I intentionally write bad. But I have a corporate background, so my my writing can be very succinct because I used to work for executives. And... It's, it's not how I want to be seen. I'm not corporate anymore. I don't want to communicate corporately. One of the things I know about me, I seldom pronounce the I-N-G on words. I'm going. I'm coming. I'm doing. So when I write, I write D-O apostrophe N. I write G-O apostrophe N. I'm going. I'm not going. And that's because, you know what? That's how I pronounce words. So that's how I write. When I get on a roll and I get on a tangent, sometimes it just comes across as this the same thing. But just as I speak and go off on a tangent, sometimes my writing goes off on a tangent. Like, wait, where'd she go? She wasn't talking. And I have to go back and read my stuff. And sometimes I don't catch it till like the fourth, fifth, tenth read or something. But the main part that I'm trying to communicate that I want people to understand because I understand them. It's like, sweetie. The insecurities will stop you from doing what you want to do. And you can't let that happen, which is why I focus on courage. I'm not asking you to be fucking brave. Bravery is a reaction. If you're going to be courageous, courage is proactive. You have to say, I'm going to be courageous enough to go and do this. So the insecurities are not going to go away. They may never go away. But should they stop you? Should they hinder you? No, you get to communicate the style that's best for you. Is it written? Is it oral? Is it interpersonal? What does it look like? Branding requires communication, personal and business. If you don't communicate, and especially if you don't communicate well, how you set up camp does not matter. If the communication is lost, then so is the audience. Learn how to communicate. Learn your best form of communication. And then just know, folks that are attracted to that type of communication are going to find you. Sweetie, if you don't have videos out there and people want this type of content and videos, you're not going to get them. If you need to write some shit down and the people want written stuff, but you're just steady running your mouth like me, (laughs) then you're not going to get the people who want want to communicate in writing. I have people asking me to um, do the audio version of my book. Okay? And it's like, oh, I want to buy the audio version. So guess what I'm going to do? I was going to have Neil do it. But after doing um, the private book release and reading a portion of the book, people are like, oh, you need to do the audio version. I'm one of them people just like everybody. I hate my voice. Well, I ain't going to say I hate my voice, but yeah, I ain't crazy about my voice. But I know how to read my book, and I know how I mean mean for it to come across. And people that have heard me, 
who have listened to my communication style, when they read my books, they's like, I hear you in my head when I read this. And I'm like, wow, okay. It's a thing. Communication is your friend. And I'm not talking about perfect English. I'm not talking about perfect language. I'm talking about the message and the transformation or the trans, the transfer, I'm sorry, the transfer of information. That's communication. Whether it's verbal, nonverbal, it's a thing. So if you like my mama and you can look down from the choir stand and make your kids sit up straight and stop acting up crazy with nonverbal communication, or you decide to say, I wish a motherfucker would. Challenge. Threat. Which one is it? Your communication style is a part of your brand. It's a part of your personal brand. So use it wisely. All right? So let's get on up out of here. Five, bullshit happens, so suck it up. Four, your voice is important, so speak up. Three, you make the world a more beautiful place, so show up. Two, life is good, so buck up. And one, I love you and ain't a damn thing you can do about it, so shut the fuck up. Peace and hair grease, y'all. I'm out. All right, brand babies. We appreciate you stopping by because we know you got shit to do. Just remember to subscribe on your way out and bring a friend next time. In the meantime and in between time, stay connected with your brand mother on LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. The links are in the description. And your grandmother wants you to remember that personal branding is not just personal, it's also business.